Brought to you by Make Fun Network. You're listening to Grown Ass Gamers with Logan, Matt, and Carlos. Welcome, Gamer Butts, to episode six of Grown Ass Gamers. I am your lovely, beautiful, voluptuous, sexy, I'll say sexy, co-host, Logan Vo. I am joined today by not Matt Bisney. Matt was not feeling well, so he said, Logan, do the show without me. So we're flying solo today, guys. No, I'm just kidding. I brought in some co-hosts. So some of y'all know I'm a big wrestling fan. In wrestling, they say if you can't get someone to show up, you try to find more of a replacement. So it's kind of hard. That voice crack. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so uh, it's hard to find a replacement for straight up Matt Bisney, so I brought in all my Roll for Damage boys, minus one. I am joined by Alec uh, Evers. Yeah, hello. Hi. I I almost called you by your other last name. Uh, monster. (laughs) And we have Sterling. Hey. And Joseph. Hello. Uh, they are all from my podcast, Roll for Damage. So if you want to get to know them a little more, check out the D&D role play tabletop game words that I know podcast called Roll for Damage. How are we doing, boys? Doing pretty good. Feeling good. Feeling fresh. Doing great. Finally happy to actually guest host on this thing because we tried two other times and it just never worked out. Uh, this this podcast is is... A, a working instrument and it's hard to fill sometimes <laughs> uh so, yeah we tried to get alec on our last last episode episode five couldn't work out so that's why matt and i went solo and now this time you're supposed to guest host with matt and i matt said he wasn't feeling well so we're doing a roll for damage type episode today but it's about video games instead of tabletop games so guys as i told you before we went live the idea of the show um we're old men trying to keep up with gaming. So how are we doing? What are we playing this week, guys? Sterling, what do you play this week? Uh, some Skyrim and Overwatch. Okay. Uh, did you re- read a new, brand new character in Skyrim? Or, or no? So I, re- I re-downloaded the game mm-hmm. uh, for the Xbox One since I had it for the 360. Um, but I just didn't port it over. So I'm mostly playing a spellcaster because that's what I do. This is your first time playing since 360. Yes, since it dropped me 0.5 GPA in college. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you enjoying it? Still fun? Oh, yeah. Still fun. Still great. Uh, still buggy, but <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful game. Any mods? No, no mods. A purist. Okay, you want those achievements. No one, no one can see you not. I know, I, I know, I know. This once I said that, but I didn't feel like the response was absolutely necessary. But yes, uh, the achievements are nice. All right, Joseph, what are you playing this week? Uh, currently, my Overwatch is obviously still my main game since it came out. But uh, Destiny Two is also a game I've been playing a lot of. You've game been passed, tra- right? Yeah, yeah. We're about to go into that. Uh, it's now in Game Pass. Joey has been begging me to play this game with him since forever uh yeah i i love it i love i mean i played destiny one when it came out uh back in 2014 and i 
that was kind of the first FPS game that I really got into. Uh, I I do plan to play Destiny Two with you, Joe. I it's it's on the docket. I have just been crazy busy with work. Uh, I worked five twelve-hour days right in a row. So today's the first day I don't work a twelve in five days. It feels fantastic. Well, I mean, it's the main game for Destiny Two is on uh, Game Pass, but you'll also will be able to play Forsaken and the Shadowkeep DLC for free as well. So you'll be up to date before Beyond the Light, which comes yeah. out in November. And it'll take me twelve years to play all that. You Alec, what? Alec, what are you playing this week? Well, just like everyone else, I'm I'm big into Overwatch. Uh, mm-hmm. I also play Rocket League every so often. I basically play the same like three or four games, just depending on my mood. Um, the latest you... and okayest battle royale game, Spellbreak. Is, How is that? It's it's not terrible. It's cartoony like Fortnite. Um, what's really nice about it is it's not like Sniper Central. There's not tons of different guns. There's like eight different spell elements you can choose from when you get one is your main and one's like your offhand that you can switch out. Your main stays the same. So it's like every other game, but there's only like 40 people per match, 45 people per match, which makes it a little better in my opinion. Are there like different spell books you pick up to learn different spells or is just your character only knows these certain spells? So, so you have one spell that has short cooldown, one spell that has long cooldown per element. So you have four spells total. So, for instance, if you're the fire element, you can throw a fireball or you can make a firewall. Uh, if you're the ice element, you can shoot an ice arrow, which is kind of the only snipe in the game, which is kind of cool. Or you can do like maze cryo freeze, little AOE freeze effect for her for the long cooldown. Okay. It's, it's not bad, though. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's free right now, right? It is. It is a game preview, kind of like how when Ark and Fortnite and all those other games first came out. So it's a little buggy sometimes, but free to play. So I, I saw you and our, our other friend play it. I'm like, I might, but I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm so busy. So the idea of this podcast last week, uh, we said, hey, we're going to make it like a book club. We're going to talk about, we're going to say what game we want to play for this coming week. And we'll play that. And then we'll have it in the comments of Make Fun Network Facebook group. And we'll talk about it. Uh, so I said I was going to play Wasteland 3 and Matt said he's going to play Battletoads. I tried playing Wasteland 3. Um, it's, it plays like XCOM, which I was really excited about, but it's story-wise kind of like Fallout, but it's top down. So I had a really hard time getting into it. Um, I only played for like two hours and I'm like, I just, I'm not into it. I'll, I'll come back to it. I think fun butts. But yeah, I'm not going to do a full synopsis on it. Um, if it's fun to play, I just couldn't get into it. So then I played Battletoads for a little bit. Have you guys uh, ever played the new Battletoads? No. No, I haven't played it. A big, no? fat, glorious nope. All right. So it's a, it's a fun beat-em-up arcade game, kind of like uh, Castle Crashers. And it's, uh, it, it has a lot of themes from the original Battletoads. I only got to play it for about two hours. But it's it's fucking funny. It's it's really funny. I highly suggest uh, picking it up. I'm not gonna do a full synopsis, fun butts, because I only got to play for a little bit. But uh, hopefully next episode we can go into it more. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's really funny, and if you have any nostalgia for the old one, you'll have it there. But I wanted to get into a really quick rant uh, with you guys. I was gonna save this for Matt, but this this pissed me off so fucking much. I need to vent it out. Uh oh. So. Matt said once you because I'm always kind of like an optimistic boy. I'm, I'm kind of like, hey, stars in my eyes, you know, shoot for the moon. You'll hit the stars if you fail. All, you know, I'm, I'm that optimistic motherfucker. 
Matt said, when you get older, that goes away and you're just angry all the time. And I'm like, no, I get it. Matt, if you're listening, I get it. I'm getting fucking angry, mainly because I'm tired and just working so much. So this motherfucker at work, he's a dumb kid. Not very bright. I'm going to say that right now. Uh, He brings in for lunch a banana, an apple, and like a little container Cheerios, right? Pretty healthy lunch. I'm like, good job. All right, cool. That's cool, bro. Then he pulls out a bottle of ketchup. And I'm like, where the fuck is this going? What what is happening? So he unpeels the banana. I'm like, all right. And I'm watching him because I'm intrigued as fuck. He gets the ketchup (laughs) bottle and just pours the ketchup down the banana like it's a line of coke on a dick. He's going to snort. And he eats the banana with ketchup on it. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. But I'm a man of the world. I happen to know that in the Philippines, banana ketchup's a thing. You guys know that? No. I wasn't aware. aware. Yeah, banana ketchup's a thing in the Philippines. Like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he's a cultured guy. Maybe, maybe he's not as dumb as I thought he was. He eats the banana in like two bites, like just deep throws that fucker and it's gone. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Then he gets the apple. Every bite, he squirts a bit of ketchup on every bite he takes of the apple. What the fuck is happening? I, I don't understand this, right? So I'm just still watching, and I'm in amazement. I, I haven't said anything yet, because I want to see where this goes, because he has a fucking thing of Cheerios. Do you, guys think he put, do you guys think he put ketchup on the Cheerios? I mean, if he puts it on his apple, might as well believe that he puts it on puts his cheerios in it yeah i imagine that ketchup is a replacement for milk yeah, <laughs> he's like crossed he, the he line won, of he 100 gets the uh like the moist part of the ketchup before you shake the bottle and he just puts that all on those cheerios uh yeah he he didn't put milk in the cheerios dry uh, cheerios with ketchup it just devours it and i i i blow up i'm like what the fuck are you doing he's like what what i i love ketchup I'm like, you're a goddamn baby mouth. Your mouth never evolved past a six-year-old. You you have a fucking baby mouth. And I called him baby mouth. I'm like, what else do you put ketchup on? He's like, oh, I put it on everything. Give me an example. Oh, I don't like spaghetti. Do you put it on spaghetti? It already has a red sauce. You don't need to put ketchup on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put ketchup on spaghetti. I'm like, okay, okay. What about Chinese food? That has a lot of sauce, no matter what you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ketchup and rice is amazing. I... I got so fucking angry at ketchup and rice. The idea of ketchup and rice infuriated me to no end. I, it just, I blew up. I, I started screaming. I don't know what I said, but I got so fucking mad. And then someone else in the break room chimed in too. They're like, hey, what about, what about ice cream? He's like, oh yeah, mint chocolate chip and, and ketchup is amazing. I mean, I don't like mint, so he's already, I already don't like it. Mint chocolate chip and ketchup. <laughs> I, uh, that was this kid's not bright, so that was way too specific to be a fucking troll. Because this kid's not bright, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! So I was just angry, and it's been seething, and it's been building in me for like a week now, and I just needed what needed someone to listen for a yes. little bit. To I need you guys to vent to the listener to vent to. It, <laughs> fun butts. If you put ketchup and everything, defend yourselves. Go to makefunnetwork dot uh, dot makefun dot network or the Facebook group Make Fun Network and defend yourselves for liking ketchup on everything because I will fight you in the street. I swear to God. Do you feel better? Yes. 
Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to my rant. Because this guy is just <laughs> he's he's trying to enjoy his his life, his lunch, and I have to be the asshole to call him out on it. And I was just so angry. I'm not the good guy in the story, but I'm not the bad guy. I don't think. I, I think we're all just. I don't. Yeah. There's no winner in that story. There's no winner. <laughs> no. Uh, ketchup is a winner in that story. Fucking Heinz. 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 <laughs> Heinz or Hans? Was it Hans or Heinz? It was Heinz. Uh, was it? It's Hunt. Uh, Hunt's is oh, like the generic Heinz, right? Are you, uh, yeah. Great Valley is a pretty. <laughs> was it tomato flavor flavored ketchup or tomato flavored ketchup? Uh, I think it was ketchup, not catsup or cat that was soup. A, was a good old oh, speaking of cats for you, Logan. It was a what? That was a good old Simpsons reference for you when he starts oh, the tobacco yeah. farm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the tobacco farm. It's a good episode. All right, guys, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of gaming news, and then we're getting to the meat of our discussion. A uh, big thing happened. Uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Did you guys see this? Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. I did. What do you think that means for the Council Wars? Do you think... Uh, Exclusivity. Think some... Definitely. Yeah. I don't think right away, though. No, I think there's still some contracts I heard that Bethesda has with Sony that... I can't, I don't, I, I really didn't look into the details on that, but I know that there's, it's going to be a bit of a slow start before we start seeing Bethesda uh, mm-hmm. be exclusive for Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's that, Alec? Yeah, I did. I watched a couple interviews, um, some with like Todd Howard and some with Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. Uh, Phil Spencer. Head of Xbox. Yeah, there we go. Um, so they've stated that any promises that they've already had, with games that are already in development that are supposed to be like, for instance, there's a PS five exclusive. I don't remember the title um, that they're going to keep PS five exclusive, even though by the time that game comes out, the deal will have gone through and Microsoft will own. So it's going to be kind of weird. Microsoft putting out a game exclusive to Sony console. That's interesting, but they're the ones making money still, even if it's exclusive to Sony Xbox right. money. See, That's- and I, I feel like the timing of it was was more interesting than what they actually did because at the timing of it was a day after like the whole TikTok sale went through. So Microsoft was in talks originally to buy TikTok mm-hmm. and that obviously didn't go through and like the next day they're like, "Well, we already set aside like, I don't know, a few billion. Let's just buy Bethesda." Five. Yeah. 7.5. $7.5 billion. They bought ZeniMax, which is the head studio of like Bethesda mm-hmm. and a couple other small Eight ones. Eight others, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So so you think they already had the money set aside for TikTok and they're like, fuck it, let's just buy Bethesda? I feel like talks with both parties, like TikTok and um, ZeniMax, were going simultaneously and they just decided on the better deal for them. I feel like something like this would have been planned out long before. I feel like something like this was planned out long before the TikTok fiasco. So I think I think it just yeah, seems. I think it, I think it seems like that just because of the timing. But I feel like something like this, they had to have been thinking about it and talks about it were happening long before anybody thought about buying TikTok. Because I think it, the TikTok thing, I feel like, was like kind of like a. It was like a last minute thing. Last minute thing. thing. So, but I think I think we've had at least a year's worth of talk or something like that with Bethesda and Xbox. When 
when they first started saying Microsoft was going to buy TikTok, my Microsoft stock went up. So that was nice. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> it went back down, but now it's back up again. So hell yeah. Uh, Microsoft's not a bad one to pick up. Not exactly uh, advice, stock advice. I'm not a stockbroker, but I've seen some growth with my Microsoft stock. Um, so do you think, so since they already have one Sony exclusive coming out, um, are they going to go to Microsoft exclusives? Or do you think, hey, we're, we can make money off of both now? Or do you think they're going to say, no, let's try to sell systems and just do exclusives for in the future with Bethesda? There's not a whole lot of growth, I guess, as far as uh, <clears throat> until like maybe the next Unreal Engine comes out. But uh, specs. Specs don't change dramatically as they did between consoles. Um, as much as, like I said, like it, like they used to. So I think now they're going to lean towards exclusivity for products um, than trying to push out like the best, brightest council. So I feel like that's just more of an edge than anything. I think they have to, um, even though I, I remember seeing somewhere that Phil Spencer, Phil Spector, Phil Spencer, what's his fucking name? No, it's not oh, Phil Spector. It's not Spector. That's, don't go down that road. <laughs> Um, he said he doesn't like exclusivities for councils, but I think you buy a big company like Bethesda, you have to, because that's that's Fallout, that's Skyrim, that's Dishonored. Well, I mean, I'm thinking yeah. if they if he if he makes uh because uh, a lot of these companies don't actually make money off the consoles, so I think I think it's I think if you buy Bethesda, I would say keep it so that you're making games for both. Microsoft and Sony because you're making money off of both of those instead of just making money off of Microsoft. So the next uh, Elder Scrolls that come out, we're not going to get it on like the Alexa again or uh, what, like the the Echo Dot, the Alexa. Yeah, it was it's it was the joke um, port that they made during E3 oh. because they oh. have Skyrim on so many different oh. uh, platforms, like everything. Yeah, yeah, it was um, key. Yeah, key from Key and Peel was doing it. I, it oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, it was just that went like over a, my head. No, no, it was kind <laughs> of like a tongue-in-cheek joke because they they've remade Skyrim so many mm. times. It'll now so. be on Game Pass probably eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the there's actually another leak from Bethesda this week about their next like big game to come out which is still a few years off it's uh starfield so okay. think, think yeah. skyrim or fallout but in space so kind of outer worlds ish maybe but right. so they're not looking at exclusivity for that as far as i know the main thing that microsoft wants to get out of this is to get all the bethesda games on their game pass because they're trying to really push that because that's where they're gonna make a mm -hmm. lot of their money is higher subscriptions across you know millions possibly billions of people subscribing to their i mean stuff last time i got game sales and console sales when i got game pass it was just like only a dollar so like it's 15 bucks regularly oh, okay yeah yeah for they, the game they have pass a special Ultimate. um with the new one coming out they have a special to where 35 bucks a month you can get like the xbox and you pay 35 bucks a month for like two years you get the the new xbox and again and the game pass for 35 bucks a month, which is nutty mm. to get a brand new system for 35 bucks a month with game pass. Does it come uh, with Xbox live though? Yeah. Or yeah. is Xbox, Xbox live included with the, it'll be included with the pass. game pass. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
I can't remember um, if that was a thing or not. Did anyone here able to to pre-order the Xbox this past week? No. Nope. Any of you tried? Try. No. I thought try. about it, but I'm gonna wait like a couple months because you know every time they bring out every time there's a new console out, it's always rushed. And so there's going to be bugs and issues with it. I'd rather I'd rather some other somebody else deal with the red ring of death and then it gets fixed in like by February sixty problem. There there hasn't I, really been a red ring of I mean, I still have a gen one Xbox. I mean, I'm just using works. it as an example. I'd rather let right. the let someone else experience the 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 console the hardware killing bugs. I, I have faith First. in the new I, I tried to get a pre-order, so did Matt. Um and neither of us were able to get it. I had three different devices all up on three different sites trying to get it, and none <laughs> of them would let me. So uh, hopefully they'll do another batch because uh, I still want that pre-order. I've been working so much. I deserve a new Xbox, damn it. I'll probably wait till like February to get it. You're an old man and a fool, Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I was looking at like Black Friday sales 2021. The Xbox yeah. is going to be super cheap then. Um, mostly because there's not really any promising game coming out at launch. Wow. That so is the I'm problem. In, I'm in no rush to get one. I mean, yeah, for the, me, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say that's a big problem with Xbox is it doesn't have that big game because like Halo got pushed back and I'm oh, not yeah. a Forza player, so I don't give a fuck about Forza. So I, I guess I could wait, but I just I wanted it because I, I want it now. I feel like people play Forza only because it's on Game Pass. <laughs> I didn't even know it was on Game Pass. It's no, on there's... Game Pass. I, I downloaded. I'm like, I'd rather play Need for Speed. <laughs> If there's a game where you can be competitive about it, there's tournaments for it, and there's at least a you know a dedicated fan base to it. There's, there's a tournament like for FIFA. every competitive game. Still like FIFA. I fuck with FIFA a little bit. All right, uh, that's it for gaming news. Not a whole lot. I mean, I mean Bethesda being bought's big, but yeah, it's just kind of a wait and see. I I think they'll go exclusive eventually, but some of you guys might be on the fence, but some of you are with me. But let's move on to the meat and potatoes of the of the, to- of the topic today. Did someone say potatoes? <laughs> if you're a roll for damage listener, you'll get that joke. Thank you, Joey. Uh, <laughs> we are going to do a bracket today. So part of, you know, trying to over deliver for not having Matt. We're doing another bracket episode. Whoop, whoop, so I wanted to do best video game bad guys for our bracket. So uh, I'm not going to tell you who exactly lines up with who. Uh, I think it'll be fun to just do... We'll, we'll reveal the combatants as the, match up, as, as the match lines up. So, in the first round, the number one seed, I random generated after we entered it. Number one seed is the Flood from Halo versus the number eight seed, which is arguably the number one seed, Bowser. So what we're going to do, we're going to discuss who's the better villain overall. Not necessarily who would win in a fight, just who's the better villain for the franchise. So Bowser versus the Flood, guys. Uh, let's go in a circle, make our argument for who do we think we should win. Let's start with Alec. Who wins between the Flood and Bowser? Well, I was going to arguably try and play devil's advocate because I assumed the most of us would say, you know, Bowser because he's classic. But I'm going to go with the Flood. Just okay. be- because like Bowser is great and all, but he's a one trick pony. He's uh, I'm going to take this princess. I'm a locker in a castle. That's the gist of anything Bowser does other than being a douchebag in Mario party. 
Um, but and I guess he's all right in Smash Brothers. But so, you know, for the most part, he's just kidnapping Princess Peach, kidnapping Daisy, doing whatever he can to just piss off a couple of plumbers. Whereas the flood, it's like intergalactic zombie invasion with the leader being like an eldritch monster type thing that's it's super mysterious at first and you get into it more like uh, halo 3 i didn't really play for um so i i just i like the flood as a whole also because i hated fighting them i hated the flood levels in halo 2 unless i had a shotgun okay so going for flood uh let's go with joey who do you think between the flood and bowser i mean so um, I, I, I'm, unfortunately, as a kid, I never really got to play Halo, and I still haven't really had a chance to really get into playing Halo, so I don't know. I've never had to play against the Flood, so I don't know much about the Flood. So I'd have to pick Bowser, because that's the only one I really know anything about. Um, Yeah. I, th- I, 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 well, like, are we measuring on, like, impact in the world or as like yeah well, the personal the criteria however you want to rate your criteria is how we discuss we decided in our past bracket episode so i would say best villain i would say definitely put bowser on just because i mean everybody knows who he is and yeah he's a one-trick pony but you gotta give him credit he's at least dedicated to one girl you know i mean <laughs> I he found my his, mama and i want her to be my mama forever his his methods you know his methods are not exactly the best but gotta give him credit credit for saying no this is who i want <laughs> I, <laughs> stupid palmer needs to needs to knock it off so um, Bowser's a hardcore simp and you're like hell yeah i i sympathize with that you simp with the simp sympathize <laughs> and um, yeah so i mean like especially during mario galaxy he was he was actually the level's where he was in those were the most fun levels in the entire game like mario galaxy one and two were in my opinion the best mario games I'm not saying the other ones were bad i just think those were the best okay but the levels with bowser in it was so much fun but at the same time it was they were difficult you know it was a challenge and when you beat them it was it felt a little rewarding okay so you're going but, bowser yeah sterling let's hear from you so I feel like Bowser is just more like a conqueror than anything. So he's got, um, it's all power play. So he's kidnapping the princess. He's got his kids doing his dirty work. They go throughout uh, all worlds, setting up their castles, just trying to spread their influence. The flood doesn't care. The flood is indiscriminate. It's going to take over anything and everything it can. Um and it's it's certainly got a interesting dynamic in Halo Two. Um, that's when Gravemind kind of made his appearance and started um, speaking. There's this really cool end scene um, with him and Cortana, and uh, yeah, it's it's just really cool. Um, I would have to go uh, the Flood. In all honesty. Okay, so I could cast the tie, and we'll be at a deadlock, or I could. Vote for who I want to vote for. I'm going to vote the Flood also. Um, overall, Bowser is much more popular in pop culture just because Mario is popular. But I think for villain of the story, I'm going Flood because Bowser is conquered always. Mario usually always beats him. 
Um, I remember some of the levels that you beat Bowser in, like the original, you jump over his head, you hit the bridge, he falls down. And then Mario 64, you spin him around by his tail and you throw him. I don't think that's the final boss for him, but I remember that. But I vividly remember the flood levels from Halo 2, and I think 3 had a flood level. Yes, um, they were in there. And that was just scary. I'm a I'm a bit of a scaredy cat um, anyways, but I remember just being terrified and just trying to run through the level as quick as possible. Just like, no, get this done, get this done, get this done. And then just in the story of Halo, that's why the Halo rings were made, were to stop the flood. Mm-hmm. They they architects, whatever the fucking name of the original people were. Um, Forerunners. Thank you. It's been forever since I played Halo. They made the, the Halo rings to just kill all life, pretty much, to kill the flood. And, like, a world-ending life weapon was made to destroy this bad guy. And it still didn't work. So I'm going Flood. Exactly. Alright, so, let's... Oh, crap, I guess. Fuck it, Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, run this tournament. Here we go. So, the Flood are moving on. Um, next, we have Dr. Robotnik, or Eggman, versus Handsome Jack. Sterling, why don't you start us off? Wow. This is an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew that Robotnik slash Eggman was uh, just capturing a whole bunch of critters. And just, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, but Handsome Jack, um, I feel, is the superior villain in all, almost all of video games. Because he thinks he's the hero. And you hear him like the whole time during the game. Borderlands 2 is where he makes his first real appearance and he's going through and he's kind of like mocking you and he's like you're the villain like i'm the hero and it's just like his his drive like his internal drive to make the world a better place it just it's it's so beautifully done uh i have to go handsome jack all right i'll go next um I am going to agree with you, Sterling. Handsome Jack. I, I love Dr. Eggman, Robotnik. Um, because like he captures small animals and like that's like the most devious thing in the world. <laughs> like I was gonna capture small animals and just like make them into my fighting robots. But Handsome Jack, as you said, thinks he's he thinks he's the good guy. And in any good story, the best bad guys are the ones who think they're right. And it, whether it's wrestling or any other media. The bad guy thinks he's right. If he thinks he's the good guy, that makes him a better bad guy. And he's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I only played maybe 12, 15 hours of Borderlands 2, but I, I remember Handsome Jack very vividly of the time I played. Um, I wish he was... He has He's in the 2.5, right? Uh, yes, so he's in the pre-sequel. I, I haven't played that. Um, I need to. But he's not in 3 from what I've seen, which is a bummer. He's not in three, um, but there are like memories of him. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that he did in the previous games that are somewhat influenced in three. Okay. Um, So maybe not like if you're talking about like impact and long, long activity, long activity. That's not a word. (laughs) Um, Robotnik gets the edge because he's in multiple games. But I think Handsome Jack overall for his impact in just that one game, two games, if you count the pre-sequel. Uh, I think he's he's so good. He shines so much in those games. I think he he goes on. So Alex. I'll I'm oh, sorry, sorry, just a quick interjection here uh, because I maybe have a hundred hours in one character. 
on Borderlands <laughs> 2. Uh, Handsome Jack was added in too, but he is centralized in like Tales of the Borderlands, which okay. was the... Uh, so the Telltale game? Telltale game, that is correct. And that influenced a character that plays a large part in 3 as okay. well. So like he is the linchpin of that series past 1. Okay. So, uh, so you're a big Borderlands fan. Yes. I've only played 2 and 3. Um, I need to really dip my toes in the rest of the lore. All right, Alec, what are you voting for? I'm going to have to give it to Ivo Robotic, the Eggman. Um, kind of the same reason Joey went for Bowser, because he's so dedicated to what he's trying to do in capturing critters. And, you know, he wants to basically take over the world like any good villain wants to do. Um, so the problem with Handsome Jack is I see him as more of you like a... Okay, I see him as more of like a, you know, anti-hero in his own sense, less of a villain. I I get that he's the villain of the story, at least in two, because isn't there a Sterling, isn't there a like handsome Jack, like prequel game as well that like focuses on like trying to help him? Oh, um, yeah, the pre-sequel, you actually work with him. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's the most recent one I played. So in my mind, he's just a good guy. I don't know why. Um, but so Robotnik, you know, he's going up against almost the Flash in video game characters, you know, which beating speedsters is hard, and he manages to to keep it up through just creation of robots, creation up. of clones. He's he's been responsible for almost every single one of like Sonic's villains, whether it's himself, any of his badniks, uh, turning Knuckles against him in Sonic and Knuckles, even if that doesn't work out. Creating Shadow, I think he created Shadow. I don't know. I'm not super up on my Sonic lore, um, but I'd have to give it to Robotnik, just because he is like you know he's a mad scientist. He's he's a little crazy, and he wants to take over the world by capturing woodland critters, and that's nefarious. If I'm going by mustaches alone, Robotnik wins. <laughs> he wins right. a lot of lot of versus battles if that's uh if that's what we go off of. Because that mustache is definitely top tier. Joey, you haven't played much of either game, but let's let's hear you weigh in. Who's winning? Uh I, I mean I have nothing on Handsome Jack. I played I tried to play borderlands 2 with a friend but the servers were at least for me they weren't really that good i kept i think i went through the map a couple of times and i was like yeah i think i'm done with this um and i never really again yeah, i never really played uh sonic enough to really have much of an opinion on uh dr robotnik. robotnik or eggman um i mean he was funny i i thought every time it was always fun during the cutscene. who was I, funny Eggman. My brother was actually a big Sonic fan, so if, if he was here, he would definitely be able to weigh in quite a bit on it. But whenever I would walk in the room and I'd see a cutscene, it was it was he was hilarious. So I, I would I would give him that just because he was he was a lot of fun to listen to. Um, it was funny that he would come up with all these m- amazing mechs that could just destroy a city but has that one weakness between the legs or something like that, that Sonic just keeps hitting over and over again. Like Don't he always, all have a weakness between the legs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always somewhere it's, it's, it's always like for some reason he installs like a self-destruct button that pops out every, uh, you know, three steps or whatever. 
So, so you think that makes a good villain making it to where he's he's like, here's how you beat me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're somebody who just wants to get through the level, that's that's how I that's how I would want a villain to be. It's just here's my weakness. Okay. <laughs> I don't, All right, I mean, so we have a tie. This is this is this is not this is not a great matchup for me here. <laughs> these are two villains I have like I know of. I just don't have much to be able to make an argument for or against. All right. So what I was doing while Alec was talking, I got my D and D coin. We're gonna do a coin flip if we get stuck on a tie. So uh, we're gonna do heads. It's Robotnik. Tails. It is. Uh, handsome Jack. All right, let's go. It is heads. So oh, that's tails, actually. Ooh. Tails. Tails. We have Handsome Jack going on to the next round. Just ironically, tails should have been Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have. Yeah, a uh, huge missed right. opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity on me. All right, this one. I have some strong feelings on for one way, and I have almost no info on the other one. So next one is Shao Kahn versus Skull Kid from uh, Link, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Let's start off with Alec. So I played Ocarina... I watched someone play Ocarina of Time as a kid. I played Majora's Mask for maybe a total of an hour and a half to two hours, so I ran into Skull Kid like twice. Um, so I don't know much about him. Whereas Shao Kahn, I didn't play any Mortal Kombat games. All of my Shao Kahn knowledge comes from the 90s films of Mortal Kombat, which I'm going to assume are super true to the video games, as movies always are. And I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with Shao Kahn, because he is a super, super evil douche. And, you know... Liu Kang just barely kicked his butt. Um, and also, fun fact, he is Sabrina the Teenage Witch's uncle in the 90s Sabrina show. Basically, they made a guest spot for the actor to promote the movie in like a cute, funny way. What They actually had Shao Kahn on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or just the actor who played Shao Kahn? They had Shao Kahn on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I have to look that up. That sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to hear from Sterling, actually, because he's the one who brought Skull Kid into the bracket, and I know almost nothing of him. So hit me. Hit me, Sterling. So uh, you see Skull Kid in Ocarina of Time, and he's just like this character that's there. Uh, But then in Majora's Mask, you hear that, you know, he, he plays a lot of pranks on people, and he wasn't very well liked for them. So when he had the chance to obtain like this extremely evil artifact, it only like amp things up as far as his pranks are concerned. And the major the majority of uh. Majora's Mask is just you basically going around uh Termino to kind of undo all of his pranks that go eldritchly wrong uh, because he's got a, a mask of power. Um, so he's also one of those villains that you can almost sympathize a little bit with. Like he's just, he didn't have the right outlet for everything. Um, but, uh, by the end, you actually just kind of like help him resolve his own inner turmoil. 
Um, but the way he does things, it just, there's, it's, it's pure chaos. Like it's absolute chaos and it's, it's, it's wonderful to see. Um, it kind of worked backwards and Majora's Mask is its own relatively standalone great game that kind of works through like the five. St- Anyways, I'm digressing. Uh, <laughs> Shao Kahn is just an asshole. Um, so uh, granted, he is a very, very powerful asshole. Um, I actually, I've, since I put Skull Kid up there, uh, I do have to go with Skull Kid in this particular matchup just because the complexity of the character um and his and what he does throughout the world just chaos versus evil and i i favor chaos okay um i looked up a picture of skull kid because i didn't know what he looked like um yeah he looks all right he's very unassuming yeah very unassuming as far as uh when you compare him to uh shao khan and uh he's just like this beefcake like obscene Muscles on top of muscles, guy. So, <laughs> in a game about muscles, so I mean, it makes sense. All right, Joey, do you have an opinion on this matter at all? I, I don't. I really don't. I have no. I I've heard of the name Sher Khan, but I Sher Sher Khan. Sher Khan was in Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that's a, that's a tiger. <laughs> I'm surprised. Leave me alone. And and you don't know who Skull Kid is? No, I've never. I think the only Zelda game I played is uh fuck i don't remember the one that's on the switch that just came out but i've only played like the first wild. Level. yes thank you that's a, and i've only gone through like the first level that's that's about it all right so you're gonna sustain your vote here uh, i'm i'm uh, yeah i'm opting out on this one okay i'm going shao Kahn. um <laughs> mainly because i don't know much about skull kid so i'm sorry but i brought shao Kahn. uh shao Kahn is like one of the coolest villains in my opinion because he's got the skull cap he's got the weird little like sexy bondage little thing where he shows off his pecs like i get it man like you see that motherfucker that motherfucker is bad and then in the movie the end of the first mortal Kombat movie which we brought up a couple times on this on this show he pops up through the temple and he's like oh i will destroy you and like he's basically a pro wrestler i think that's why i like him so much he's a pro wrestler <laughs> Um, in fact, Triple H dresses up as him several times for his WrestleMania entrances. So I have to give it to Shao Kahn. Also, uh, when you're fighting Shao Kahn at the end of Mortal Kombat, he is like the biggest bitch to fight because he just spams that fucking uh, spear throw over and over and over and just kicks your ass. And like the only way to really beat him is to then also spam and like do your spamming move and just hit him first and just keep spamming it. And it's like so satisfying to beat him. Yeah, Alec. So I have to re I have to fix something I said earlier. Sorry, not Shao Kahn. Shang Tsung is Sabrina's uncle. Oh, uh, see, you broke my heart. I put that out there. Just had to put that out there. I'm not, even, I'm, I'm not voting for Shao Kahn now. He's not in Sabrina. <laughs> no. All right. No, I'm I'm still going Shao Kahn. Uh you went Shao Kahn too, Alec, right? I, I did because it took a dragon form of the king to beat him in the movie. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bringing your movie game bias into this video game matchup? You know what? Show me a good Zelda movie and then we'll talk. Show uh, me a good Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, bro, that oh, first one snap. is decent. Don't uh, even. Theme song? The theme song? Come on. That's... Oh my god, the fucking theme. We talk about that so many times on this show. The The theme song is dope. Honestly, oh my god. I'd have to say those are probably the best video game movies. 
I think more people know about the Mortal Kombat well, theme song than the actual game itself. You don't know what you're talking about. You shut your <laughs> I, fucking no, that's, I'm that's, just that's saying. For sure, that's like, for sure true. I, I feel like everyone's like, wait, there's a, anybody who isn't really familiar with the franchise will at least know the theme song. And they go, wait a minute. Man, it was I thought movie. it was my crazy uncle's ringtone. Weird. I thought it was my crazy <laughs> Certainly a little upset about that, aren't you? A little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Um, final matchup in round one. We have Alduin. 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 Alduin from Skyrim versus Red from Pokemon. So, Alec, start us off. You brought both of these to the table. I did. And this is a tough one. So, because like, so Red's not your, he's not your traditional villain, you know, it's, it's, he's the uh, protagonist in red and blue in red and blue. And then you get a surprise go to the top of Mount Silver at the end of silver gold crystal. And it's like, oh, you're suddenly fighting the, the previous champion mysterious guy with the level 80 Pikachu. And it's just like, oh, that's crazy. Why am I fighting this guy? So he, he's not necessarily vi- necessarily the villain of the whole story. You know, it's team whatever team, whoever for whichever game you're playing. Um, my original thing I was going to put in was just like the rival in general. So, you know, like blue, uh, but you can whoever, name him bitch whoever. tits. So yeah, douche. <laughs> so I, I didn't go with that. Plus they end up most of the time being your friend anyways. It's just kind of a healthy rivalry. Um, so I was like, you know, this is, it, it really shocked me the first time I played silver, um, which was the second Pokemon game I owned after blue. And, uh, so I liked red being like it was a surprising villain in game and out of game so that's why i kind of wanted to put him on the list but at the same time all doing is scary as shit um i'm gonna have to go with red though just because he was harder to beat because all is so freaking easy to beat no matter almost no matter what kind of gameplay you're doing i've seen i've watched videos of people beating all with a fucking fork and uh red's a little harder to beat so i'm gonna go with red all right Joey. This was another one, unfortunately, I don't have an opinion on. <laughs> Great guest spot here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't like the the poke the I've only played two Pokemon games. One was yellow and the one was shield. Well, so, I mean red's and yellow. I mean in my defense I didn't get too far. I would get frustrated <laughs> about I would like get stuck. I can't remember where I was getting stuck at, but I would get stuck at one point and I just say Screw this, and I'd go to Super Street Fighters. You probably could cut a tree. That's a big ass leap from Yellow to Shield. I mean, I was thirty years of game. I know. I mean, I was when I was a kid. I was more of a fighting games person. Like I played a lot of Dragon Ball Z Budokai and Street Fighters. So we should put Bice on the list. Then, my goodness. Uh, Sorry, I was a little late to the party. You skipping your vote again? Yeah, I gotta skip my vote, unfortunately. All right, Sterling. I'll sit here and look pretty, though. If that's if that, helps. I enjoy looking at you. Yes, thanks. I do enjoy looking at you as well. Don't lie to me, Sterling. I would never. So I do like the fact that Red is the villain, um, especially because uh, you, he uses the same Pokemon um, that was previously used. Super cool, um, but and I don't know, Alduin's kind of like the hero of Skyrim because he saves you from uh, getting killed in Heligan. Uh, spoiler. Um, but no, I actually am going to go with Alduin. 
because it's a massive dragon mm-hmm. and you can beef up your difficulty alec and have a little bit more of a challenge but if you complete the side quests like all the side quests uh, he's going to be a little bit easier but honestly the fight with a dragon you you can't it's not replicated well in other games it is the quintessential dragon fight um and i'm going to go with that cuz he's just there's all sorts of like I just love him as a character. Like it's just a big bad dragon. I, all right. Now, all right. You say this as a person who plays without mods. Wait till you're just fighting a big Thomas the Tank Engine, then we'll talk. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go with Thomas the Tank Engine. You go with Macho Man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ah, uh, here's the thing. I've never finished Skyrim. I have put a lot of hours into Skyrim. I've never beaten the game. Um, Nobody really finishes Skyrim. <laughs> I've never done the main story. I've never beaten Alduin. I always have fun just going through dungeons and stuff. I've probably put a total of like maybe 200, 300, 400 hours on Skyrim. Never gone the main story and fought Alduin. I've gotten close. Um, but Alduin's a cool character, a cool villain. Um, I just think the opening scene's so iconic. When he, uh, When you're about to be beheaded and he shows up and he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm a dragon. It's like, oh. You are a dragon. All right, cool. Uh, Red as a villain isn't really revealed as a villain until like after the final four, right? Yeah, you go to like a secret cave. Yeah, it's after you defeat the champion. You, for some reason, climb to the top of Mount Silver, go into the cave, like Sterling said, and then you just kind of meet him up there. It's like the former champion type deal. So he's not really the bad guy for the whole game. Or even for a whole game. So I can't go red. Uh, it's, it's fun to have him in this tournament. I think if he had a different matchup, he might have squeaked out against someone else. But I don't think he can beat Alduin in a head-to-head of who's the better villain. So I'm going Alduin. Alduin. That's fair. Because I was honestly like 51-49. So, you were that close. Yeah, because I really like Alduin too. Because <laughs> I really <laughs> enjoy Skyrim. And I've beaten Alduin like... 10 times probably more than that um just because the skyrim storyline is actually fun to play through okay all right semifinals we have the flood versus handsome jack i think this is a tough one uh i i want to start us off here i didn't get to start us off yet um the flood versus handsome jack so you're going comedy and someone who thinks they're right versus a hunger, an unending force of just uh, ingest and envelop and consume. This is a tough one. Um, I think this is my fifty-one forty-nine. I'm going the flood. Um, it's it's fucking close, but if I think of overall impact on a game series, you might be able to argue this one, Sterling. Um, just, but I haven't had much experience with Handsome Jacks besides the one game. I have to go with the Flood. The Flood are are a big thing, and in the lore of Halo, they are the reason of everything, pretty much. I have to go Flood. They're just creepier, and they make I, they have a bigger impact on my memory, and just more of a villainous thing because they don't have a conscience. They're like Galactus. They're just hunger. They have to consume. All right, Sterling, I see your face. All right, let, let's hear your Handsome Jack argument. 
So it's actually a flood anti-argument in Halo 3. The flood bargains with Master Chief. I do remember that. So like it's it's it shows some sort of I guess resolve weakness. So like it couldn't do anything on its own it had to team up with Chief. So uh yeah. <sighs> I just, I just, I have to say, Handsome Jack, because when you take a look at the and Halo's series is very expansive, mm-hmm. um, but since they've added so much more, the flood have kind of like fallen off a little bit. That is a disappointment, yeah. So, whereas Handsome Jack, it, except for like the the pan out at the end of Borderlands One, where you just see like this Hyperion satellite, um you actually see that it was uh, Handsome Jack the whole time because Borderlands 1 is Angel. Angel leads the the main protagonist all around doing Handsome Jack's bidding effectively. So he's got a hand <clears throat> excuse me, in everything, everything throughout the whole series. He seems sh- shoehorned into Tales from the Borderlands, but it just works out in a nice, crisp way. And in the pre-sequel, yes, you do work with him, but you see like the slow regression into the villain that he becomes. So okay. I'm still going handsome Jack. Just because that the flood wasn't this wasn't like resolve enough. You almost had the Italian hand there. Like you see uh, the flood. Uh. <laughs> All right, Joey, do you have an opinion on this matter? No. No. <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry, I'm pretty much useless on a lot of these. Okay. Uh, Alec. All right. So, so I voted for the flood in the first round and I voted against handsome Jack in the first round. So I'm actually, I should technically go with the flood, but I really like Sterling's argument for handsome Jack at the same time. And he also brings up a great point that like, they don't end up being the central, uh, villain. Per se, it's more the Prometheans in like Halo Five, but most people don't count Halo Five anyways. I do because I fucking love that game. Um, but I do think I'm. Uh, let's flip the coin. You're gonna flip the coin for your pick. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Okay, because otherwise I'm just gonna hold my vote because it's about fifty fifty. So all right, big D twenty on the on the coin is flood. Little D twenty is handsome Jack. Little D20. Handsome Jack's going to move on. Sterling's so happy. I did see that fist pump in the camera. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second semifinal. Shao Kahn versus Alduin. Uh, Joey, you start us off. You have to make an argument here. You have to speak. (laughs) All right. Um, Look up a picture of both. Going to make me work hard now. Yeah. All right. So while you're looking that up, actually, Sterling, you go. It's very simply, it's Alduin. You're going Alduin. I, I, you, you cannot. So, video games have been around for quite some time, and like the whole lore of fighting that... a dragon, like is has been tried, and it has not been done very well. But like you put in that good, a good dragon fight. I will say, I was really excited for Scalebound, which was a game about dragons. Um, <laughs> and don't count it. Dragon's Dogma doesn't quite do it. 
Um, but you've, it was done so well. It was, it was done so well putting him in the, in the beginning scene of Helgen. And then like, yeah, you can go off and fight him. And it's actually just really cool just to see him like raise dragons from the dead and just give him, yeah, it's, I'm still going out wing. All right, Joe, you got your pictures? Silence. <laughs> Go with the Give me one second here. All right, I'm a little slow. Um, you know, I know who you're talking about with Alduin, the the dragon from Skyrim, because I did play the first level. That's about as far as I got. The first level, <laughs> first, yeah, first as in he got to it. level two when he quit. First part of it, at least. But <laughs> shut up. Anyways, um, I would have to go with uh, Shao Khan just because uh, the pictures I saw him, the motherfucker's got a hammer. <laughs> and um, that I'm, all, I'm all about that hammer action. I, I I love it. I love it. So I'm I'm gonna just because he's got a fucking war hammer, <laughs> and and I kind of and I don't have like the body to be able to fit in that outfit, but I still would love to have that. I would still like. I know people look at me and go, "Oh, that's this, this scrawny ass little kid wearing that armor." But to me, I'll feel like a badass wearing it, you know. So I'll have to give it to Shao Kahn. But okay, like eighty percent of it is because the Warhammer. The rest of it is because the outfit and that that <laughs> that, that, that the uh, the skull mask is pretty badass as well. I, I respect that very much. So <laughs> for, for, for those that don't know who Shao Kahn looks like without doing a Google search. Uh, ornate, I think dragon mask. Um, pauldrons, skull, skull, skull head, skull. Sorry, uh, pauldrons, arm armor, a pack. Just like left it, just like a hit me here. That's why <laughs> so. I told you he's a pro wrestler. <laughs> All right, Alec. All right. So first things first, Joey. You stream video games. You should just stream yourself playing Skyrim. As like a complete noob, you know, like 10 years later. Uh, second off, Alduin. <laughs> it's easy. Uh, Shao Kahn is weak against dragons, as we can see in the movie when Liu Kang turns into a dragon and beats his ass. Um, but Alduin is just a pure force of, you know, he brings hundreds, technically endless, if you keep playing Skyrim, endless dragons back to life to attack you as the dragonborn. And, uh, you know, he has the power to raise the dead. And yeah, he he's right there in the opening cutscene of the game after you create your character. He's right there at the end of the main storyline. And he just has such a huge effect and like legend in the world of Skyrim. And it's just amazing. And I honestly hope when they finally do Elder Scrolls Six, there's some sort of like I don't know, some sort of reference. Which I'm sure there will be, because they're big in lore with the Elder Scrolls games, so well, it was the first one. It was the first one that introduced dragons into it because they didn't really have the engine capabilities prior yeah. to that. Yeah, no, they honestly didn't really have much of a reason to do it because dragons are a uh, word to Skyrim, native to Skyrim. So it made sense to introduce them in the land where they come from, lore wise. Guys, I, I have to go Shao Kahn. I, I mean, you just said earlier, Alec. Alduin can be bought, can be beat with a fork. Shao Kahn is Shang Tsung's boss. Like, if you're going for more iconic for casual stuff, Shang Tsung's probably the bigger villain for like 
casual people who don't know in World Combat, but people who are fans of the franchise love Shao Kahn. He's a badass. He has the eight pack. He looks like Triple H. He's a pro wrestler, pretty much. He has the hammer. Uh, and then also in Deadly Alliance, when he teamed with uh, the Emperor uh, in, or the the Sorcerer, I remember that game. Like it was just that was a badass fight at the end. Uh, the guy's just like he's a god in the original timeline. I think he's a god, and then he just like he's immortal in the later ones. But originally, he's a fucking god. Uh, what's what's a god to a dragon? What's a dragon to a god? You know, I'm sorry, I'm going, I'm going, Shao Kahn. I mean, he's represented as a god in certain cultures. So, yeah, like, in my there, in my culture, he's a god. I'll say that there are literally dragon priests in Skyrim. So, like, people worshipped as gods, <laughs> worshipped as gods, not a god. Yeah. All right. So this comes down to a coin flip. All right. Little D twenty right there is Shao Kahn. Big D twenty will be Alduin. Little D twenty. Shao Kahn, baby! Hell yeah! Alright. So we have the finals, guys. We have Handsome Jack for Shao Kahn. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I, I think this is the finals we deserve, honestly. <laughs> uh, I'm glad, like, like someone, like, some weird, like, Red didn't sneak into the finals, or, like, Skull Kid. I think this is the, I think this is a good final matchup. I am right. surprised that Bowser didn't make it to the finals. I, I am, but he got a rough matchup with the Flood in the first round, honestly. Mm-hmm. All right. Sterling, start us off. Big, handsome Jack boner. I, it's a raging, handsome Jack boner. So uh, I do know like the overall impact that Shao Kahn does have in Mortal Kombat. And I know he's got godlike powers. Um, but, and it's so, so fascinating. Uh, Handsome Jack actually envisioned himself like becoming a god. Um, but just envisioned. Envisioned. Yeah. I know. But like, as far as like villains go, like you just, you, Borderlands 2. And then if you play the pre sequel after that. Like you just like, dang, that's a good story. That's a good villain. Like you understand that Shao Kahn. He is intimidating. He is fierce and he is ruthless. Um, but I'm still, I, I am admitting my bias on this one. Mm-hmm. Although I am cultured in both of them. Um, I you thought I saw, you thought Shao Kahn had a dragon head. My bad. So sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, I had the mask. I just can't remember it. I'm going Handsome Jack. All right. Uh, let's get mine out of the way because we know how I'm going to vote. Um, <laughs> I'm going Shao Kahn. He's a pro wrestler. He's a god. He's like w- the big bad of like the Mortal Kombat franchise has been going on for since like 1992 until today. Like, and he's featured in several of those games. Alduin is in one game. I think for longevity's sake, you have to go Shao Kahn. Yeah, First of all, handsome Jack. Oh, no, we're not talking. We're talking. My brain. I've I've gotten four hours of sleep. 
for the last five days, my brain is put putting. All right, let's let's rewind a little bit. Shao Kahn has been in several Mortal Kombat games since 1992 when the first one launched, and he's the boss of the boss of the first game. Handsome Jack is in one main game, Borderlands 2. He's in a pre-sequel, which 12 people played. And he's in Telltale, which 11 people played. All of which are Sterling. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Seven different accounts. You're you're not wrong. I think you're misappropriating, though, because he he is the overarching villain. Shao Kahn's the overarching villain. Three of the most part ish games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like influence wise, percentage, I'm not going to try and dissuade you. you I, you're already set in stone. I am set in stone. Uh, I, I think you can make an argument for Handsome Jack. He has an impact on his few games. Shao Kahn has impact on several games through decades. Shao Kahn looks cooler. He's a god. He's got a dope ass hammer. Alec. Oh, no, no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I know, I know that last part was for Joey. <laughs> Stop it. You know me, <laughs> Alec. I really, really want to go with Handsome Jack, but I unfortunately can't, just because he is well intentioned, and I still kind of see him see him as more of like an anti-villain type character. So, like, yeah, he's the antagonist, and you're trying to stop him as. Uh, what are they called? Whatever. Vault Hunters. Uh, you're trying to like stop him from unleashing whatever is in the vault. Um, I never quite he finished any of the board. spooned a guy's eyes out in front of his family and then mocked him. Shao Kahn ripped someone's spine out through their throat. Yeah. There's babies. He can turn people into children. Um, so I, I have to go with Shao Kahn just because he's an evil, like he's an evil emperor. He's a god. He's a douche. And, you know, Handsome Jack just wants to save the world in his own way. Shao Kahn wants to take over worlds. So, yeah. Joey? Uh, it's the Warhammer. That's got to That's Hell that's, yeah! Sorry, I got I to gotta go. You know. Sorry, but. You know what? Listen, listen. My my spiritual am- animal is the warhammer. I gotta gotta stick with that. All right. <laughs> your spirit hammer is a war. Your spirit your spirit animal is a warhammer. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. Uh so Shao Kahn is the official roll for damage grown ass gamer bad guy. So congratulations, Shao Kahn. Uh, any words here? Oh, you know, I want to thank my mom. Yeah? Who else do you want to thank, Shao Kahn? I want to thank the person who made my outfit. Uh, do you, <laughs> want to thank, you want to thank me for voting you through every single round? I want to thank my cat. Oh, alright, well. <laughs> Shao Kahn, you are, you are as humble as always. Alright, guys, that was Grown-Ass Gamers. Usually we have a game, Fun Butts, but Matt wasn't here, and I've been working crazy, so I didn't have time to prepare a game. Uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, Sterling, plug Roll for Damage for us. A Roll for Damage is a, a fun live play podcast where four intrepid adventurers go off and try and make the world a better place, but oh no, some shenanigans ensue. More than some. <laughs> yeah. And where the- you get your podcasts. Yep. Uh, our season finale just aired this past week. 
uh, get caught up. We are coming back for season two sooner than later. Yes. Season one is complete. Absolutely. Just go through it all now. Perfect time to binge 24 episodes mm-hmm. uh, over 24 hours worth of content. Uh, where can they find your guys' personal stuff if you want to plug that? Sterling, you got anything personally you want to plug? Uh, Chaotic Good Mage on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I'll be starting streaming here real soon. Um, I cool. will be playing games like Skyrim. Nice. And Overwatch and Dead by Daylight and, you know, whatever fancies at the moment. But, uh, yeah, definitely get those dragon fights in. Awesome. Joey, you got anything to plug? Uh, you guys could uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Twitch at Clothar, uh, C-H-L-0-T-H-A-R. Um, yeah, I'm never on Instagram, but I, I can plug that too, which is the same to. username. Yeah. Alec, you got anything to plug? I have a Facebook. a personal facebook uh all right uh and then also be sure to check out my other show sleep with the light on it's a horror podcast it's spooky season if you have any creepypastas horror stories uh camp book stories real paranormal experiences please email me at swolopod S-W-L-O pod. I want to read those on the air. I want to get spooky with it this spooky season for Halloween. We are watching Halloween. John Carper's Halloween, the first one. That will be out next week. Be sure to listen to that. Also, please check out all the other shows on the Make Fun Network, including Matt's flagship show, The Top 5 of Death, and Cyclocomica. Season 2 just came out. Season 2, Episode 1 is Superman. One of my all-time favorites. I'm yet to listen to it, but I'm very excited to listen to it tonight at work. Uh, also check out the other shows in the network over under fair and this rules this sucks which this rules this sucks is back also check that out also if you like the show support the show I think that's what Matt says go to patreon.com slash make fun network become a patreon there support all the other shows in the network that I just mentioned and join the network at make make fun dot network or the Facebook group make fun network be part of the community it's a ton of fun be a fun butt but until next time guys GG's